Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me today. Today, I want to talk about that age-old battle. To script or not to script. To use a script or not use a script. Oh, what a debate. Well, look, I've learned from experience that if you're guessing If you're winging it, if you're ad-libbing, if you're making things up as you go along, you'll never be an effective salesperson. Now, I know what you're thinking, Victor. I know know what you're saying. Victor, Victor, but that's the way I work. That's the way I close deals. But here's my question to you. If you're one of these people that likes to walk into a room, just ad-lib, just wing it, fly by the seat of your pants, the question is, not doubting that you're closing deals, but how many more deals could you be closing if you use a standard script. In other words, worked with a script. Now, I know, I know, I know you're pushing back. I can tell mentally you're pushing back already because in your mind, here's what you're thinking. Victor, if I use a script, it just sounds too mechanical. I can't be me. It doesn't sound natural. And you know what, Victor? The prospect's going to know that I'm following a script. Also, again, I'm going to sound too salesy because it's a script. And you know, there's no flexibility for me to infuse my personality if I use a script vector. Well, the reality is, is there's always a way to avoid all these things if you simply just follow three simple rules. One, develop a script of what you're gonna say. When somebody responds in a certain way, what's your script? What do you need to say? That's gonna be very effective. Then memorize that script and then learn how to deliver it naturally. You see, everybody uses a script, listen to me, Even you, listening to this, you're saying, Victor, I don't use a script. Yes, you do. Now, you don't think you use a script because you never wrote it down, but in your brain, every time a client asks you a question or pushes back or there's an objection or there's a stall, your brain automatically kicks in with your script. Now, that script has been modified over the years, so everybody's using a script, really. So what am I saying? I am saying is, let's look at what we typically say in response to a customer's objection, or maybe they're just stalling. What do we say? And if we're just reaching for words all the time, we're not going to be as professional or as convincing or as persuasive as if we had the script planned out. Now, I'm always reminded of, you know, those old record stations, right? Radio stations where when you want to change the song, you know, the machine would actually go out there and pluck the cassette and just pop that in. That's what programming responses in your brains is all about. See, a script is something you wrote out. If a customer says this, here's what I'm gonna say. And then you practice it so much, it becomes very natural. In fact, I can wake you out of a dead sleep and you'll be able to repeat it to me. So, what am I saying to you? I need you to start thinking about how do you respond to customers who say, for example, that's too expensive. How would you respond? If you have a sales team, and I asked 10 different salespeople what they respond or how they respond, and I get different responses, how do I know which one's the best? See, years ago, I worked with a company and I never used to use a script just like you. I hated scripts. In my mind, I'm like, this is not gonna help me sell more. I'm not gonna be as effective. So I did it my way. And when I did it my way, my close rate was somewhere in the, I'll just say 20% range, which wasn't horrible, but wasn't great. Then, after some time, I just said, you know what? I'm going to finally use these scripts. 
I started learning the script, learned what slides to use, what to say, when to say it, how to say it. The timing was always perfect. And all of a sudden, my close rate went from a 20%, 30%, 35%, 40%, and yes, even 45%. Now, I made it sound natural. But the thing is, I knew when to say it, how to say it. And I was more confident in my tone. I was more relaxed. When the customer pushed back, I already knew what to say. When they brought up an objection, I knew what to say. When they had the question, I knew what to say. So I am saying to you is by preparing for, let's say, different questions, you know, we'll be able to respond more appropriately. But also think about it. If you're doing a presentation, and you've practiced your script so well that it becomes natural, that it becomes natural, then all of a sudden, within that presentation, you plan things out. You know when to ask the right question during the presentation. You know when to ask those confirmation questions. Is what I'm presenting making sense? Is what I'm showing you fitting within what you're looking for? You can plan those questions out. And even as you move into the close, You know, you can plan, have you seen enough at this point to make a decision? Based on what I've shown you, is there any reason we shouldn't get started? These are things that you can plan into your presentation very naturally. So again, what we're trying to do is use scripts to make our selling life that much easier. One last example. If I were to ask your customer pushes back rather and says, you know, your price is too high. Victor, your price is too high. You ever had that one? And I'm sure. So what would you say? Think about it right now as you listen to this podcast. What would you say? Most people say, well, yeah, I mean, it's not high compared to what? See, you wouldn't know what to say. They may say like, well, you know, a lot of our customers tell us it's high, but it really isn't. And so we think it's a good deal. That's why you should buy. And these are horrible responses. These are not really persuasive responses. But what if you planned out what you would say? Anytime somebody says your price is too high, You scripted out what you would say, and then you internalize it so it becomes natural. For example, I get this all the time. Victor, your price is too high. When it comes to sales training for a full day, your price is too high. My price is $20,000, okay? Letting you know what I charge. $20,000 for a full day of sales training with Victor Antonio. So I get, Victor, you know, your price is just a bit high, or it's beyond our budget. It's more than we can afford. These are all variations of your price is too high. Now, I don't, as soon as I hear that, I don't even have to think about what I'm going to say because I already know what I'm going to say. The script is already in me. I'll say something like this. Mr. Klein, I'm not surprised that you think my price is too high until you realize the value of what I deliver. Then I'll say something like this. For example, my training cost is $20,000, but based on the information you gave me, Every time you don't close a deal, your salesperson doesn't close a deal, you lose $5,000. Now, Mr. Customer, you have 10 salespeople, which means you're losing 5,000 times 10 per month. That's $50,000 a month. If I multiply that by 12, Mr. Customer, that's $600,000, a little over half a million. Would you agree that losing $600,000 is much higher than 20,000? That's one approach I could use. Or I could say, would you agree that investing $20,000 in order to get $600,000 is a great return on value. This stuff's already programmed in me. And again, as you heard me say it, did it sound mechanical? Did I make it sound natural? I think so. And when I'm flowing with the conversation with the customer, 
Again, I don't have to think about what am I going to say or worry about objections because no matter what objections they have, I've already written out a script, internalized it, memorized it, and I can deliver it so it sounds natural. So what am I asking you to do is to list out every single objection you get or every stall or hesitation or question a customer gives you. Then build out a script. What would you say? practice it so when you say it it comes out so naturally that the customer will not view you as mechanical they'll view you as natural you won't sound salesy you'll sound persuasive and that's it for this sales influence podcast don't forget to leave me some feedback on itunes stitcher or youtube let me know what you think i'd greatly appreciate it also check out my online sales training platform you know the deal the sales mastery academy over 25 courses 300 plus videos 13 books and if you're serious about increasing your sales ability making more money go to salesmasteryacademy.us that's salesmasteryacademy.us lastly i want to thank you for listening this is victor antonio always reminding you selling ain't hard when you know how take care Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.